Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Undercover Lover, the unofficial podcast of Love Island 2019. If you've ever wondered whether you can publicly admit your love for ITV's Beachbody Ready show, then welcome. This is the podcast for all of us who secretly love Love Island, but cringe every time we admit it. Don't worry, you can talk about it here. You're amongst friends. As they say in the villa, it is what it is. Each week, I'll be grafting a Love Island fan to get them to dissect, discuss, and overanalyze what is really the pinnacle of vacuous reality TV, in the hope that we can find some gems within it that explain society today. Joining me to do bits of the intellectual kind this week is journalist, author of three books, including the newly released Are We Nearly There Yet? and Molly May Lookalike, Lucy Vine. Hello, Lucy. <laughs> I can't believe you think I look like her. That's amazing. <laughs> I think we should explain that we're doing this via a Zoom call. And I've just yeah. told Lucy that basically the best way to get sound on a podcast is to go under your duvet. So it's like we're in the Love Island villa, Lucy. We're like under the duvet, snuggling together, having a bit of chat. Yeah. How, how soon can things get sexy here? <laughs> I'm not wearing any We're pants. Only on the third day. Don't say that. Yeah, you've got eight weeks to go. Thinking <laughs> too soon. Thinking too soon. <laughs> Lucy, you were on the show last year. Back yes, thank you very much for having me back. Oh, thank you for coming back. Um, is it fair to say you are a dedicated Love Island fan? Yes, <laughs> I'm saying that a bit hesitantly because I am a tiny bit. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say I'm embarrassed about it, and I wasn't sure if I was gonna watch this year. Um, there was a moment. Um, I think it might even been in Friday's show where the voiceover guy Ian Sterling said something about how like he made a joke about having an extension and then said it was a joke for the thirty somethings watching, and I was like, and it was the, one of the first times I've laughed, and I was like, oh god, am I just this creep herving on these like literal children here? Um, but no, I am a fan. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. I am a fan. It's got. I definitely had every year. I have a thing where I'm not going to watch it this year, and then yeah. I sort of get sucked into it. Yeah. Um, but I did have a moment where Anna was like, I think Anna said, well, "I'm 28." <laughs> She's the oldest in there. I was like, "My Ugh. God, I can't even remember 28. When was that?" And they all look at her with fear, and they're like, "Oh my God, imagine if I was single at 28." That would be, <laughs> oh my God, the worst possible thing. Thank God I'm not 28. <laughs> 
but yes i am definitely watching it i to, i'm the same though every year i'm like oh i'm, I'm not gonna do it this year and then i get on twitter and loads of people i love yeah. uh, are talking about it and i'm like i can't not i have to be involved <laughs> in this conversation so what's your view of the first week because i sometimes think the first week can be a bit dull we don't really know anybody there's not a lot going on have you enjoyed it I did feel a bit like that that first um day when everybody's being introduced I was like oh no I don't I don't like these people (laughs) but you always feel like that don't you when you don't know anybody and everybody just seems really basic and really um annoying and also um I don't know why I expect to fancy them but every year I'm like oh definitely gonna fancy one of these and I just don't don't find any of them attractive I always think the women are, are beautiful but like the men just ugh and I kind of fancy Joe because he's the sort of only vaguely normal looking one but but and then he's turned out to be a psychopath so <laughs> I just um I was quite worried about it but actually in the last couple of days I've sort of settled in and and decided I quite there are a couple of people kind of coming out that I I really quite like so who would you have really, stepped forward for none of them it's so no. disappointing well I, d- I don't know why I'm disappointed like like they're not my type <laughs> those kind of horrifying um lumps things on them that I think they're called muscles yeah oh, muscles. don't don't do it for me it's disgusting <laughs> I like as much flab as possible <laughs> I always I do feel sad there isn't really ever like a dad bod you know, no, no, just one year. Although they had sort of the odd token dad bod, haven't they? Um, they did. So last year they had Nathan, that. he was a little bit of a... But, yeah. but this is what's ridiculous. I was like, oh, Joe's kind of normal. And then you realise actually he's not. He's still yeah. got the six-pack six and stuff. It's just that compared to the terrifying others, um, he's just slightly less so. Uh, yeah, so no stepping there, forward. <laughs> there was lots of chat before the show about body diversity and plus size. No, sorry. <laughs> Say that again because I was talking over it the whole time. <laughs> wanting to see people who were plus size or different shapes, uh, different shapes and sizes, I guess, and the kind of standard Love Island villa inmate. Do you think the producers missed a trick by going for? traditionally beautiful types because I, I feel like they sort of promised they were going to do that didn't they or have, <laughs> I, have I made that up there was more of a sort of um people demanding it and them being university ignored I'm not sure but I mean you wrote a brilliant article about this that because I was quite disappointed and cross <laughs> <laughs> because I felt like I'd been promised the more interesting body types and then there was just nothing at all I expect they think Anna's the token plus size right but she's I not in anyway do. I I this is literally I do think the producers think that I think they thought that we'll put Anna in and everyone will go, oh, look, there's a curvy girl. They've done it. I don't know. I don't what? know like what a, they were thinking. Yeah, because 12? Yeah, and, and also completely flat, perfect, everything. Yeah. It's just actually, um, I just mean, I don't know. Well. She's enhanced. I wouldn't like to cast dispersions. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just it's completely not in any way diverse at all. Um, and I understand it because your point, I think, was that um, you probably could explain it better than me. <laughs> you wrote it. But <laughs> If they put one person in, it would all come down to that one person, right? But if they put several in, then it couldn't. And they're still going to get 
I mean, the women in there are already getting um, shit, aren't they? I mean, yeah. Uh, um, so oh. I just think stick loads in, stick <laughs> loads of chubby, amazing, hot people in. That would be lovely. So one thing the producers said that I thought was really funny was they said, um, well, we need to make sure, essentially said, we need to make sure that people fancy each other and that if we put loads chubby of people are so people. disgusting and repulsive exactly. nobody can ever fancy we put loads of plus size people in the villa we don't know if that would happen and it's like actually human nature is that if you put a load of people in a house together for eight weeks with nothing else to do they are gonna hook up they <laughs> just are <laughs> there's just nothing maybe else it, for them to do maybe it just needs to be a whole separate show where it is just absolutely like sort of normal in um quote marks yeah. uh, just completely not these instagram influencer types just um just, just very normal looking people 30 year olds who have deliberately let themselves go and are having a lovely time with it <laughs> we'll just i mean i'm a free holiday here aren't we really <laughs> that's what i'm angling for <laughs> Yeah, I just want to go, and I will put out producers if you're looking if you're looking for a thirty something chubbo who is going to put out on telly. I am up for it. It has been a long time, and I am desperate. (laughs) The storyline the producers have gone all factor fifty four is the Joe Lucy Tommy love triangle. Sure, I'm going to be honest. I think the three of them are three of the least interesting islanders. Yeah. I'm not very into them, but the producers seem to love them for whatever reason. Fine. It brought about talking point of the week, which is essentially how long do you have to be dating before your boyfriend can go, let's say, mildly bonkers about you chatting to someone else? I still really like Joe. And like we've got we've got this click that we get on so well. But he's making me feel a bit guilty yeah what was the line that he said it was something like i just don't feel like i can trust you anymore what was that and that was about 24 hours in it's just some uh disturbing stuff and then she immediately like was so afraid of seeing seeing him well i don't even know if that i think it was almost that something clicked in her brain and she went oh my god is everyone watching at home thinking i'm a scumbag i think it was much more of a perception thing than actually that she was worried about Joe. I don't know. Maybe that's not fair. But um, and I don't think she's playing a game or anything. I'm not blaming her for that. God, I would be so terrified of how I was being perceived. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, just really quite worrying. And I know people go a bit mad, don't they, when they're jealous? But it was a day in. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, I think there's something really interesting here, which is around when you're in a couple that couple being your kind of contact if when you're in a heterosexual couple that couple being your contact with the opposite opposite sex because I don't know about you but I used to have lots of male friends and then my male friends got girlfriends and wives and that was it they disappeared yeah I've got one I yeah I'm exactly the same I've got one male friend left and it's because he's single like yeah, everyone else has uh, gone off. I had the same thing, <laughs> and yeah, and my single male friend, when he has a girlfriend, disappears. <laughs> and then when he doesn't have a girlfriend, then he reappears. Like, oh, but I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. That the female in question is saying you cannot hang out with your because God, everyone knows I'm no threat. <laughs> I think it's them. They just kind of like, oh, okay, I've got the female company I need, the companionship I need. I don't need you anymore. <laughs> so do you think then that men sort of go, well, this is our couple, and so we're together, and they feel threatened by? 
men talking to their girlfriend i just i found you know what i think it is i think men are weirdos (laughs) (laughs) i don't think there's any explaining them (laughs) joe got completely pulled apart on social media for like gaslighting behavior and what was he doing do you think one thing i did think was i was like i don't like your behavior joe and if my girlfriend was dating you i'd be like "Mm, red flag but I wasn't right at the point where I was like crazy abusive boyfriend. <laughs> no, I agree with that. Yeah. And I think he quite realized it immediately. I, I can't yeah. remember what he did, but I feel like there was almost a flash in his brain as well. Like he was like, Oh, actually that was a bit much. And, um, and they all said to him that was a bit much. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think he had he a conversation sort of got... with Curtis. Who's like yeah. the wise oh, man of the show. Dreamboat. Dreamboat. He's so <laughs> awesome. He's not, physically my type at all but he's such a good lad isn't he he's just going around like putting everything into perspective and just being like um guys we've known each other two days (laughs) (laughs) chill yeah i agree with you i i think it was kind of a sort of a punishing her moment which was completely unnecessary but i I, yeah i think he realized it was a bad thing to say and do do you think lucy made the right decision in picking him or should she have gone with tommy this is difficult because I find both of them like, blech. Um, and I know everyone's going on about Tommy's eyes, but he just looks like Paul Hollywood to me. Like, does look like Paul Hollywood. Yeah. No. Ugh. No. Ugh. And um, I, so I do think she made the right decision only in the sense that um, I, I'm enjoying the drama vaguely so i'm glad that this will continue also it was quite clear that tommy fancies the shit out of the new girl um molly may so yeah Yeah. and it made me laugh so much i mean what did he say about when he was imploring lucy to to be with him and he was like i'll do anything for you and and you know if rihanna beyonce walked in i wouldn't be wouldn't have my head turned and then he like basically crawled inside the mouth of this new woman within (laughs) 10 seconds of her arriving um and and then and then also went back to lucy and was like you know i'm not the kind of guy who would just crack on on with someone else but i yeah. It was it was very enjoyable in a very um, <laughs> dark way, but so I would like to see more of that, please. That would be great. <laughs> but yeah, and I was I was um, worried on the social media, like because there's always a level of nastiness directed at who, whichever woman is the centre of the love triangle, which happens yeah. you know, every year. Like she's playing them both somehow, but I feel like she's been really straightforward about it, and I'm glad that she did pick Joe mostly in the sense that like at least joe has been completely like and also i think she really fancies joe i think joe is very much her type i think he's a very easy pick for her and i think there's also a level of honesty one of the things that i really found very funny was when she sort of said well you know i could be with tommy and he's got all this going for him and he's a boxer and he travels and he's got a lifestyle she was really honest that the things that she liked about tommy were basically the stuff that he came with yeah, and then she's like, and it's Joe, and uh, well, uh, he's really funny. <laughs> Just re- enjoy his company. Yeah, which is and ultimately, I think that's it, kind yeah. of a, a level of honesty. Yeah. Um, yeah. My I think he just got flattered by Tommy's attentions because Tommy yeah. was just very all in wasn't he? he was just very much he was supposed to be the hot guy that came in who was the dreamboat sort of thing and the slight semi-famous thing and yeah. 
she he was very much like you are amazing you are everything i want and i think she just got a bit like oh that's nice (laughs) so my favorite moment of this week's events actually came really early on in the show and it has not yet been topped which is when sharif told anna that he followed her on instagram let's hear (laughs) that completely uncool moment here you're from london right yeah Yeah, how do you know I think I got you on Insta. He's got you. Genuinely. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna say that out there, but yeah. <laughs> this is what it is. So that does mean he thinks you're hot. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know about that, I was second best. <laughs> the thing I love about this is that Anna sort of dismisses it when Sharif tells her. So I love the fact that Sharif, bless him, is young enough to not be afraid to just say to someone, yeah, I know you because I follow you on Instagram because I think you're hot. <laughs> I just I love that level oh, of like so funny. I do that to writers when I'm at, yeah uh, yeah I'll just be having a conversation with somebody at an event and just go oh I follow you oh, or you oh, accidentally yeah, say oh, really? oh when I saw you on yeah. holiday and wherever and you're like oh no hang on we haven't talked about you being on holiday we only just met <laughs> yeah um, so I recognize that expression on her face because I see it when I regularly <laughs> creep on um the thing People. is that like he tells her this and she sort of knocks it back and then she runs off and tells the girls <laughs> it's literally <laughs> the best thing she tells them. She's like, well he does follow me on instagram because you know i'm out a lot and i have quite a few instagram followers <laughs> do you yeah. think is there kind of like in the oldie days the other days when there was like for men your status depended upon what your girlfriend looked like and for women the status of the man depended upon how much money he earned whatever is there now something which is social status who you might not fancy them that much but they're a big deal on instagram so you want to be dating them i definitely think so especially in that kind of world i mean none of them are going in thinking oh i don't want to be famous i don't i mean it might not be entirely the motivation for all of them but probably most of them but it is definitely something they know is coming and and is happening so he must have an i i genuinely think he fancies her and i think like he's obviously fancied her a while over the social media but he he's been liking the pics hasn't he yeah he is definitely thinking god i'm gonna get a million followers from from my association with this amazingly hot i haven't been on it has she got millions of followers i no, haven't she's, up. sorry i actually feel really bad for her. she's got 27 she at the start of the show she had twenty-seven thousand. i know this because somebody sent me a wow. press release about it okay. um, and but i feel bad for her because i think at that point she was i think the most followed girl but now molly may has come in with her quarter of a million odd yeah. followers oh god yeah wiping wow. the floor with her wiping the floor with anna's likes Oh no, so she's the Instagram queen now. Oh, is. Old Molly May. <laughs> and the other thing that I think is funny about this is, as you say, it's that point where you've seen people doing things on Instagram. Yeah. And now you're talking to them. Oh. And you feel like you know them, don't you? It's a bit yeah. it's sort of a pseudo fame thing, like halfway yeah. between genuine fame and, and, um, and nothing. <laughs> like me. <laughs> um, and and that is, that is that weird thing where you kind of I know your life I've seen your life I feel like but but what's ridiculous is that of course we don't know people's lives from social media this is the glossy uh, filtered uh, you know all that stuff so Photoshop version yeah it must be a kind of weird thing for Anna I imagine because although she's like oh he must fancy me he already has this connection with me yeah she must also be thinking 
but he has and i think she might have mentioned it she she sort of said i think oh you probably think i go out all the time or he probably thinks i go out all the time um so there is that weird element isn't there when you meet somebody who only knows you via social media and then you're thinking okay you know this version of me is that the version you like yeah and do i show you the other side of me that is less filtered that is a really good point really good point oh i'm so fucking wise very wise (laughs) so the other big talking topic after the first picks and this came up last year again was racism and dating the last people to be picked were people of color uh, so yuande michael and sharif and then all three of them have actually been quite quiet in the villa which i was Sort of expecting from Yuandi because she comes across as a bit of a geeky scientist. I, I definitely her. wasn't expecting from Michael. And I definitely <laughs> wasn't expecting from Sharif. Do you think that being picked last has kind of knocked their confidence? Yeah, I do. I'm sure it does. Um, but I also... I mean, it's editing, isn't it? Because they're still yeah. in there. They, they, I was thinking about this earlier and thinking about the fact that like, um, it seems like they've done nothing and, and Callum as well. There was lots of jokes about him not doing anything. But they can't just be literally sitting in corners silently, not yeah. talking to each other, not doing anything. They must be having conversations. And, and I mean, yeah. it might not be quite as dramatic. But then the little bits we've seen of Yoanda, who I love... It's been lovely, and they, and I'm I'm desperate for her and Michael to get more screen time because they're actually, even if it is just friendship between them, I love that. I want that to be a thing. I yeah, it's been some of my favourite couplings in previous years that the just pure friendships who've lasted throughout and just been there for each other and been great pals. Um, and I obviously desperately want them to fall in love, the the science geeks of the group. But um but also I'd be I'd be happy to just watch them being silly together and actually talking about science as well. Like let's get some science chat in there. That'd be amazing. But it's, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I I do think probably you're right that they can't and they kept doing that. It is what it is, it is what it is. Oh God, I would kill them if they keep saying that. I mean but, Yeah. yeah I do also think that. it's it's editing. Mm. Um, do you think producers know that they are so the thing that really shocked me is I was like this is you've made an effort to bring a slightly more balanced in terms of ethnic diversity into the villa this year not a lot of effort but a little Mm -hmm. bit of effort and yet (laughs) all the storylines currently revolve around the white people Do, do you think they know they're doing that I don't understand how they could not know because it was a huge thing last year. It's, I mean, it's always a huge thing unless they're just only following certain um, narratives on Twitter or whatever, and only following the people who maybe they're in their own echo chamber of we're fine. Everything's fine. But I can't imagine that's true. They must know. And God, if they really thought, Oh, well, you know, um, you under Michael, they're being boring or, or something, then like, I'm sure it's not um, not out of the question for them to go and say, you guys go and have a chat about about this. Like, surely they do that. They do that on all reality shows, don't they? Like, you you two have a conversation about this subject. Yeah. Um, this kind of exciting thing. This or like work for the storyline. Yeah. Yeah. And they, so they could, I mean, I don't care. I'm, I'm all for positive discrimination. Uh, like, let's force them to have a conversation that will get them more airtime, if, if that's what it takes. I don't think it's that they're being boring, because everybody's boring in that show. They're made to be interesting by edits and by producers. 
I don't know. It is a bit depressing and I don't know what the answer is really, but yeah. We'll keep a little eye on it and see how it goes. Mm. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So. Got a text. We've got a text or a WhatsApp message or a tweet or whatever there. This is the bit of the show where we talk about what everyone else is talking about, uh, where we round up some of your views from Twitter and where I get the views of my very own Love Island WhatsApp group and tell you what they're saying. First thing that uh, struck, caught my eye on Twitter this week was from Elizabeth Day, Love Island Super fan, on the show last year. Saying, Can we stop saying guys are too nice? This shouldn't be a thing. She's talking, of course, about Amber binning off Callum and actually pretty much anyone else within about two seconds because he's too sweet. Do you think we see that guys can be too nice? I don't think that he's too nice. I agree. I, I don't I think, think that's the right term. Yeah, I just think he's tedious and like a bit self-involved and he didn't seem particularly again it's editing we don't know I don't know but I don't think it was that he's too nice because I love nice guys like I oh, yeah there's nothing nicer than just somebody who you can have a genuinely yeah filled out nice conversation with yeah Curtis is like nice and there's yeah. n- I have no there's nothing wrong with him being nice um I don't think Callum was nice. I think he was just sort of sitting there, not really contributing and not really interested in anybody else. Um, Do you think women give men the wrong impression when we say, oh, I'm not into nice guys? Well, we should really be saying... That's a bit of a depressing thing, yeah. Yeah, we're not into men that don't have personality or don't have... um, who aren't interested in having an actual two-way conversation. Yeah, and I don't understand this weird sort of training women have where we're sort of, we teach ourselves 
to say, oh, I only like bad boys. What, what is that? No, no. I like to be treated terribly and cheated on. I don't think that's true. I don't, I mean, unless we kind of are really self-sabotaging in that way, I don't think they mean bad boys. I mean, I think they mean just people who they have fun with and who are silly and I hate the word banter, but you know, give yeah. them a proper uh, conversation and they can be silly with and, and I don't think they mean that I think and it, it's very misleading when we say we don't like nice boys we only like bad boys which is such a weird thing but we they've said it all um, yeah. and, and I think you're really like Amber so said something really interesting actually about Tommy she's like he keeps asking me how I am I'm fine <laughs> she's making a really good point which is what the point you made there which is we just want somebody we can be a bit silly with yeah and have a laugh with yeah yeah Uh, so in the whatsapp group and i'm sorry to do this to you lucy and this is something that just for everyone listening i will only be doing and talking about once because i refuse to be involved in making it a part of our lexicon (laughs) but in the whatsapp group there is a very serious discussion and it goes like this what the fuck does bevy mean what the fuck are bevy pajamas why does she keep saying it Bev is not going to happen, Gretchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Like, she's really come in with that word and decided. She really has. It's going to be this year's word, and it's definitely not. It's Everyone, not. I mean, even even though they've all heard her say it now, they're still all kind of looking at her with a perplexed expression on their faces. It's not getting picked up. <laughs> this is true. Nobody's picking it up. Nobody else is saying it. I really hope this and she has to keep re-explaining one. it to everybody as well even though they're like okay yeah we get it all right yep okay mean sexy why don't we just say sexy then <laughs> like we just let, let it go people and I if you are if you're Primark or H&M and you're about to put this on a t-shirt just don't oh no they are they're gonna do it it's already <laughs> at the printers uh and the final tweet came from HuffPo journalist Vixen you see she says a prediction Yoanda fancies Michael, but she's too shy to say it. And men are dumb, so he'll pick someone else. I'm going to hate seeing this shit. Do you think yeah. she does fancy him a little bit? Oh, this is really difficult. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't well, want I her think... to. I feel like she'll get hurt. No, I think she does quite like him as a person. I definitely think they like each other as people. And that's what I, I want it to be just this pure, lovely friendship that they have. And they look after each other and... So I think there's a little bit of reverse slut shaming going on. Not slut shaming, but a little bit of reverse kind of looking at Michael's past and just being like, I don't want to be involved in that. And I think that's happening to a couple of the boys. So if you think about it, there's the only bit of kind of sexual bragging from the boys has been Michael and Anton talking about their threesomes. And they are both single. Okay, but... um, so Michael especially I remember in his sort of intro he was like oh everybody thinks I'm a bad guy and like assumes I'm this kind of person but yeah. I'm not I'm not and um and then lots of the girls did that exact thing didn't they 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 said yeah. like oh yeah no I didn't go for you because you look like you'll be a bad person sort of thing um although they love a bad boy they don't like apparently yeah <laughs> exactly that's how it works of course um but then yes you mentioned because it was in the game wasn't it where they were like um had more than one threesome which I have no issue with that's cool as long as we're all consenting it's all good (laughs) but there was also I'm sure and I've maybe have this wrong but I'm sure he also 
did a sort of drink or whatever it was over the cheating stuff, like having cheated over with more than one girlfriend and stuff like that. Because I remember being like, oh, I thought you weren't that guy. So I feel like there have been a couple of moments where he has actually kind of been like, I'm not that person. I'm not that person. But then sort of said kind of made me think that actually, yes, he is. But, But you're probably right. And I did feel sorry for him until... I, I think I've got that right that he he said he cheated on more than one girlfriend or something like that. Yeah. But maybe I maybe I misjudged. Yonder should be just taking a chance and just going for it a little bit with him and seeing what happens. I just don't think she can. I think she reminds me of me in that like awful, awkward, like doesn't really know how to flirt in that way. And I, I don't. I I think she genuinely is really pleased to have made a friend. Because they had that lovely conversation on the Friday episode where mm. they were just so really, they were like, we didn't, we didn't like each other at all. And it's such a relief to have had a proper chat and realise that you've got so much in common. And I don't really know she does. And I think there might be sort of a, a, an assumption that, that the woman must fancy the hot boy. Um, and actually, I don't think she does. I don't, I don't really get that impression. And I hope she doesn't because I just want them to be ready to go friends. <laughs> we'll let it go okay so, good thank you <laughs> it is time for our heroes and villains of the week who is winning and losing with us we could be heroes. Uh, so let's do heroes first my hero is and I, I sort of feel like it's an obvious pick and I feel also feel like in, by about week three I might be really just over him but my hero of the week is Curtis. What yeah. a lovely man. He's really nice, isn't he? He is. He's a, I mean, he is the epitome of a very simple soul. Yeah. <laughs> he's just there for everyone. He's dishing out the love advice. He's smiling away. Nothing phases him. Like the yeah. nicest man ever. I was really, um, the moment that, because I was a bit like, oh, God, so irritating <laughs> initially, and then realised it wasn't just kind of an act. And when he, because um, I kind of thought he'd maybe zero in on Amy because she's really likeable and really yeah. lovely and hasn't, you know, got, hadn't got herself in any other situation. So I thought he, he thought she's a really good bet. But actually, I think he genuinely really likes it. And when he went to meet up with, um, what's her name, May? Molly thingy. May. Molly mm-hmm. May. Um, and was so quickly, I like Amy. Yeah. And she said, oh, you're putting me in the friend zone. And he was like, yeah. He didn't, because I thought he would hedge there and be like, oh, well, oh, we'll see how it goes. Because they've all done that. They all go like, oh, you know, I'm open to you anything. We're still getting open. to know each other. But when he was so like, you know what, she's everything, like she's got everything I'm looking for sort of thing. And well, did. Actually, yeah. And gave then, me one of my favourite moments, which was when he yeah. got into the hot tub and he's like half in, half out of the hot tub. And he puts his hand out and he goes, nice to meet you. I'm Curtis Pritchard. Yeah. <laughs> Although I was sort of thinking, is he trying to like make sure she knows that he's sort of famous? <laughs> he's related like, to someone. AJ? <laughs> you know you know AJ Pritchard <laughs> no but he was really dry. and then he came back and he was so quick to reassure Amy and and also gave her a little bit of a because she said oh I'm not giving her a hug yeah. and he was like no you are going to give her a hug because there's yeah. absolutely nothing she's a new girl she's scared she's nervous we're going to be nice to her there's absolutely nothing for you to feel funny like he it was such a lovely genuine thing he was like we're going to do the right thing here and he's such a sweetie yeah he's I'm really happy man. 
We like him. Who is your hero of the week? Yeah, well, that brings me to my hero, Amy. I just think she's great. She's she is just... love her. Yeah, I do. And I, I found her annoying to begin with. <laughs> I was a bit worried also that she was going to be the sort of uh, Laura Wears thing. She was initially with Anton, wasn't she? And yeah. that seemed like... A, just it was a, just never going to work. No, but he was there, also yeah. saying, oh, you are really great and you are everything. I don't, like, And then going away and going, not really feeling it. Fancy Lucy. <laughs> Um, and I really thought it might be the Laura Wears thing where like she really liked him and it was really clear to everyone except her that Anton wasn't interested sort of thing. But then meeting Curtis so early, the mum and dad of the villa, it's just, I'm re- I just feel really happy for her. And she's just really heart on her sleeve and really kind of giving good advice as well. I think her and Curtis just make such a lovely double act. And also she loves the musical. And who doesn't? Oh, that's what it was. The musical. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. And not ashamed to say it. Love it. (laughs) So we have to have, if we've got a hero, we have to have a villain. Um, I am, I'm just very light on my villain this week. It's got to be Joe and I'm just keeping an eye on him because I feel like Joe might possibly get away with a lot of stuff because he's a kind of cheeky chappy type. Yeah. And his little freak out about Lucy this week, I was like, oh, hang on. That was a crack in the cheeky chappy persona. And I don't want to see any more of that, Joe. So he's apologized. I'm going to give him like the benefit of the doubt by keeping an eye on him. Yeah, I'm with you. And it's hard, isn't it, this early on? I don't want to completely dismiss anybody by yeah. with the villain. Title. But yes, those are the two. For me, it's Joe and Tommy who are the only ones I'm sort of a little bit mm, wary about. It was just because... You're Tommy wary about Tommy? Yes. Why is that? Well, I'm just, he's just laid it on so thick with Lucy about caring for her and doing anything for her. Um, and then just so funny how quickly he was just immediately um into but again it's what we said what you just said about joe i don't want to be too mean i'm just suspicious of hot men basically so i'm suspicious of them all (laughs) it's an excellent life strategy (laughs) (laughs) well we always want to hear your heroes and villains um if you want to come and tell us you can find me on twitter at harriet minter or on instagram also at harriet minter it's very straightforward um, we're nearly at the end of the show, so a big thank you to this week's guest, the fabulous Lucy Vine. Thank, thank you, darling. Thank you for having me. <laughs> if she's a bit of you, you can follow her on social media. Where can people find you? Um, my username is the initials L-E-C-V. Yes, okay. I regret that. And <laughs> of course, go buy her book, Are We Really There Yet?, which is out now. It's like the antithesis of Love Island. It's going on <laughs> A holiday where you actually have to travel places and not find love. (laughs) (laughs) Thank Uh, you. We're off to top up our Factor 50 and work out just what sort of bikini wax you need to ask for in order to wear that high cutter swimsuit. What is with that style this year? I don't understand it. Um, But we'll be back next week for another dose of love and with the amount of snogging going on in the villa, possibly herpes, here at Undercover Lover. Um, we always like to leave you with a highlight of the week. Something that sticks with us the way a love bite from Anton would on any girl who showed him a minute's interest. This week, it's the Tommy Curtis bromance. Say, all of a sudden, there's been a hill put in that goal. Yeah. Now you've got to take it over the hill uh-huh. to get to it. So therefore, it takes longer. You've got to climb that hill, you've got to defeat that hill, 
and then the easy side is just to come back down and get, Do you know what? I knew, get the goal. I knew there was a reason why I love Hannah, Hannah Montana so much. The climb. You ever heard the song in the climb? No. There's always gonna be another mountain. I'm always gonna wanna make it move. Ain't matter how fast I get there. It's ain't about what's waiting on the other side. And if you liked the show, then please, please, please don't be shy about saying so. If you've got two minutes to rate and review this podcast, then it would mean the absolute world to me. The way iTunes works means that in order for this show to rank well and maybe even challenge the official Love Island podcast, then it needs reviews. So if you're taking two minutes to leave a smiley emoji and click on the five stars, that means more people will find the show and we can create our very own Love Island in the iTunes store. So please go rate and review and we'll see you here again next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.